Welcome back all to episode 30 of the Fantasy Football Surgery podcast, coming to you not live on the 30th of August 2016. After three game weeks of FPL, we are well and truly ready for a well-deserved international break, said not one single fantasy football manager. (laughs) Having said that, let's take advantage of the time, let's sit back, let these early wounds heal and let the surgeons make a few repairs to your FF side. First of all, like the age of the podcast, he's turning 30 this week. And although he's uh, sort of edging closer to the death of his youth, his fantasy football side are certainly alive and kicking. It's the Iceman. Hi, Pete. Thanks for that. Uh, How do you feel about the imminent arrival of your your impending doom? Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a good weekend, actually. It certainly is. It certainly Halfway is. Halfway to death. Yeah, over the hill. Over the hill. So uh, more about that later. <laughs> Secondly, he's been used to serving up joints of beef in Manchester City canteen, but unfortunately, one of his players threw a spanner in the works of all of us by using a joint called the elbow this week. It's Parker. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Finally, he's watched in dismay. There's some very able and available strikers have changed clubs all summer, but not one of them have ended up at Wembley Stadium. They've had Remy, Benteke, Patrick Banford, Boney, even Balotelli. But after his penalty at the Euros, West Ham have ended up with the extravagant Lady Zaza. It's Woodsy. <laughs> Fletcher looked good though, didn't he? Eh? Didn't he? Up and coming, <laughs> up and coming promising young man. <laughs> I, I need to. Um, we need to get into this uh, this issue around Slavin's thinking around these two strikers because I'm not seeing it at the moment. I probably will be proved wrong. Um, just to to open the pod though, it feels like each week, unlike last season, there has been a bone or point of contention. Last week we had the Rahimovic wildcard debate. This week, Sergio Aguero has picked up a metaphorical spanner. He's thrown it in our FPL works. Can I just get some knee jerk reactions from you guys? It's <gasps> a good one. Jim, <laughs> does this force everyone to wildcard now? Well, I'm mid-wildcard anyway, so yeah, it help, helps me. I've already I was also out, already so. active. Already active as well, so it sounds like actually you guys are pulling the plug, Aguero or not. Yes. Okay, interesting. Well, let's see how the surgeons did for this week. First of all, Woodsy, can you tell me how your side got on? I'd love to, Peter. Right, I'm going to need uh, gonna need some information <laughs> about your side. Just, just waiting for it to load up. Thanks. Right, okay. <laughs> we can predict what it's going to be. Um, everyone failed. And Actually, I, I had a surprisingly uh, decent week. It was looking like it was going to be an absolute stinker. Yeah, and I'm quite happy with my wild card, to be honest. I was saved by a West Brom cleanie, because I had McCauley and Foster in goal. So that got me a double cleanie points. And then Sterling, my little 8 million Manchester City midfielder, came up trumps with two goals got me 15 points so uh i'd say it was a successful wild card although i did base that around bringing in zlatan and he did absolutely naffle he looked good though didn't he sterling he did mate yeah he looks like a completely different player under pep it's very exciting exciting times indeed so lots of successes this weekend but your failure was ibrahimovic you're thinking oh no there were lots more failures than that mate um but yeah ibra was probably the biggest one considering i played my wild card a week early purely to bring him in so certainly going against a run of form so far what about you ice man how'd you get on um my worst week so far really excellent i scored <laughs> scored 38 it was only hazard which helped me yeah so i'm below average it's i had two previous good weeks so it's kept me up there but only foster shaw and hazard really scoring over four points everyone else ones and twos yeah pretty terrible enough to keep you in touch though yeah, well, I'm wildcarding now. I've got a few players injured and, yeah, a few players that I just don't want anymore. So, on to the next week. 
So it feels like the uh, the right time to wild card for you. Um, what about you, Parker? How'd you do? Um, it felt like a bit of a failure because most people did fail me, but I was saved by Hazard eleven and Sancho sixteen, cheeky Leroy for six. But surprisingly, even though I felt like I dejected because Aguero did nothing, I got all green on my right hand side. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, nine green arrows. I'm pretty happy about that. Nice. That's um, a very healthy looking uh, league position then. Yeah. So fifty five points solid and now yeah within the top 250,000 so making some good progress gains big jumps back um, towards that top 300 again that's what I'm aiming for mate but yeah I've had to wildcard because I've got Catamol who's injured Chambers is off on loan but although I could potentially keep him in now because he might play for Middlesbrough Moreno's dead Funes Moreas I did fear was left on the bench and Taggart will probably be out by the time the next game week comes because Bertrand's going to probably be back in yeah. yes. that couple of Aguero either been injured or suspended or both, um, means that it's definitely wildcard time for me. Chambers to Borough, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's just signed on loan to Borough for a year. Oh, that's, that's lovely. So he might be quite a nice move. one. It's not a bad week for you, Parker. Well, again, I can be called Mr. Average again. I've heard you say that in the past, Parker, because the average points was 42, and that's exactly what I got. Um, my successes this week were Bailey and Hazard. I enjoyed watching the Manchester City game with Woodsy, and I've got to say, David Silva was involved with everything before the <laughs> final ball and the final strike <laughs> goal. He just conducted everything, and I watched head in hands as he did nothing until just at the Emery set up Sterling, so he slightly redeemed himself with an assist. I know you're all dying to know what's on my bench this week, and there's a few surprises for you. I decided that McCauley couldn't do it three weeks in a row, so he sat on my bench with six. <laughs> Um, not as bad this week. Heaton got a three. That's more than Schmeichel in goal for Leicester with one. So a disappointing 11 on my bench this week, but all would have been fairly handy in the starting lineup. So 42 points, bang average. That was my game week. Lovely. I really did love that little uh, leap over the ball that David did before De Bruyne took the free kick. That uh, really it, was beautiful. Well, Every you described time. him as like his caddy, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I could whip this one again. KDB's assist, caddy, yeah. But actually, uh, you do it, KDB. I'll just assess this green. Oh, yeah, there's a little slight divot to the left there. Uh, what you want to <laughs> use is your right foot on the outside of the foot. Uh, and I'll just skip over the ball. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And worse, it wasn't even in the box. He's completely just not even in that passage of play. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks a wonderful player from deep. So... <laughs> So there we go. I've, uh, I'm now heeding the Iceman's warning and uh, Silver's going to have to go, I'm afraid. Yeah, I was, was going to butt in there and say, I did, I did warn you, but he didn't listen. Well, mate, you got an assist though, didn't he? So he did actually get me points. So, yeah. But... So in effect. But, um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, I think so you're right. It's my Iceman. So I'll, I'll concede that. Um, Parker, can you take us through our mini league? Yeah, so it's looking like a pretty new top 10, as it is at this time of year, of a lot of movement. So in 10th place is... I quite like this team name. Pick a chew. Very strong. <laughs> oh, wow. Very um, inspired. That is Avanash Jagtap. In ninth is Christopher Burchow. Uh, eighth is David C. Seventh is Dennis Karaja. Sixth is Edward Pickford. Fifth is Mohamed Ismaili. Fourth is Frederick Magnusson. Third is Tom Coombe. Second is Nick Metcalf. And first is Sam Damon. So, yeah, well done to that. Uh, particular shout-out to Jack Watson, who got 96 points this week. Oh, so, uh, very, uh, very strong week for him. 
think is he captain Sanchez or maybe triple captained him. Um, but yeah, no, he captain Sanchez. So that's what got him some big points this week. To be fair, I see Sam, Sam Damon, who's top, obviously just come into our league. But he's actually scored thirty eight as well. So it shows the top ten thousand average was lower than the overall average this, this game week. Yeah. It just a lot like, of that's probably to do with not many people in that top having Sanchez, and that's why they maybe been top. Whereas because he came good, it kind of was. Uh, Killed everyone else. Yeah, I think you'll see him rise massively over the uh, the international break. Jack Watson um, actually triple captain Sanchez. Forty eight oh, points strong. for him. Yeah. We Great have question. a question. I've just seen that uh, players to be added to our league after the next round. Top of that list is Mohamed Alkaizi. Oh, oh, he's in our league already. Yeah, I thought he was as well. Maybe he's got two he's teams. He's got a second team. He's either got, he's got two, two teams, teams. teaching the full person, or... Maybe he's become so, so popular in the FF world that people are now creating fake accounts in his name. Or maybe he left the league when he found out all he could win was another T-shirt. But when we said that the Audi A3 was available, he was like, no, I need to get back in for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably true, yeah. Should we, uh, should we put the Toyota I go up for grabs as well? Oh, yeah, they'll all be dying to get that one. Really? Tumbleweed. <laughs> it's all right, Lloyd. You have a chat, mate. You all right? <laughs> Important conference call, is it? No, he's, he's above us now. Yeah, right, Mark's okay. Let's, uh, we're going to move this on to, but, uh, to before, Pavel's pick. Before we move it on, I just want to say we have now got 898 wow. in the league with about 10 more coming. Wow. And if we can try and push that 100, that'd be, uh, that'd be yeah. great. Hit 1,000. If only, if only 790 of those people listen to the pod, that would <laughs> yeah. be awesome. Well, I trust they are. Okay. And hello to every one of you. Thanks for tuning I'm in. Not. <laughs> Let's move on to Lloyd's still having this conversation in the background there. We'll keep that in. We don't uh, need him. Lloyd is just debating his wildcard team with his mother. Um, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. It's on the right. phone to Pep. Is David going to get pushed up further or is he playing deep all season? <laughs> we have it on good authority that Inacho is now going to be replacing Aguero. Everybody get him in. Yeah, Iceman, sure. Ice let me uh, let me get, keep this moving along. Uh, panel's picks for this week. We've got an international break, so we've got the fear of injury. We've also got the the lure of a, of a double price rise, potentially, with all these wild cards being played. Have you got anyone in mind for your panel's pick? Well, I was going to shout him last week, and I didn't. Oh, here we go. Show someone else. But only because I'm an Arsenal fan, and I do believe in Mesut Ozil. He is looking good, and in Arsenal are looking much better with him and the team. Him and Sanchez are just one-twos around everyone at the moment. Yeah, he got a goal in, in the last game. He's obviously going to set up loads of chances. Always in the attacking front for Arsenal, and you can kind of see everything going through him. So, yeah, my, my panel's pick for this week is Mesut Ozil. At 9.5, I think he's going to go up soon. He probably will go up during these two weeks. So if you want him in uh, and you want to beat that price rise, get him in now with my active wildcard I do think I'm going to bring him in I haven't got him at the moment because I'm trying to game from the price rises but my end team will have him in it we have got Southampton next so it's not a great fixture but Arsenal's fixtures after that are pretty promising well, uh, I was going to say, I mean, I was going to throw my panel's pick in as Alexis Sanchez because I think they linked up so well together, the two of them. I mean, you say Southampton, but is at home. We've then got Hull away and then Chelsea at home, which you're quite right, is not a uh, a great fixture. But um, very rare that you see Ozil bursting into the box for a headed goal between the two centre-halves. That, yeah. If that's something he's going to add to his game this season. It was a clinical finish as well. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I mean, like after, after the Chelsea game, we've then got 
Burnley, Swansea, Middlesbrough, Sunderland. You cannot ask for better fixtures than that. So I do think people are going to be drafting in some Arsenal players, whether it's Cazola, Sanchez or Ozil, even Theo. I quite like the look, yeah, I was just about to say, I quite like the look of Walcott, yeah. 7.5. He, he, did have, he did have a chance for, it was well saved from Gomez in the last game. And he always seems to get a shot on goal, so he's not a bad shout either. I'm definitely going to have at least one Arsenal player at the end of my wildcard. Well, I'm going to add to that Alexis Sanchez. I mean, I've mentioned him already, but uh, I agree completely with the fixtures. I, I don't. I think this has happened with Arsenal for the last few seasons. We haven't started great, but then we've put a run together. I can see exactly the same thing happening again with the additions of uh, Mustafi. I'm very interested yeah. to see what this Lucas Perez looks like as well. Uh, I've seen some videos of him, and he's. I mean, he certainly likes to get the bike out. No, nice strike. Always, always looks good on YouTube, doesn't he? Always it amazing. Oh, everyone looks good on YouTube. YouTube. Woodsy looks good on YouTube. <laughs> Damn right, Lo- I do. Lovely footage from, from that away game. At, um, yeah, we won't say anything about that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think um, for me, Alexis still playing centre forward. Whether that changes in the next few weeks, I'm not sure. But Wenger is fairly loyal when he has a team up together, and I fancy him to keep Sanchez up up top for now. Um, so for me, even at 10.9 million, I think he's good value. I think with Aguero potentially out for three weeks as well, or however long he's going to be banned for, people are going to be freeing up, you know, two or three million extra cash from their strikers, and I would be thinking about investing that in Mr. Sanchez. Yeah, that's uh, a great shout. Woodsy. Hello. Evening. Any um, any chance of a pick or? <laughs> yeah, I might contribute something, mate. Um, yeah, what have you got? I'm actually going to take a different spin on things. We normally highlight attacking players, don't we? But I'm not going to highlight one individual player. I'm just going to say West Brom defenders. Okay, go on. Um, well, they're bringing in the points of the clean sheets, aren't they? They just look pretty solid. And looking at the fixtures coming up, Bournemouth, West Ham, Stoke, Sunderland. I am seeing big clean sheet points so if you're thinking about playing a wild card during the international break I'd even consider having what Mr Barrett did in our mini league last season having three defensive players from the same team and have yeah, and use West Brom defenders Macaulay Evans and perhaps Foster in goal so that's my thoughts on mine well Macaulay back. is actually going up already isn't he yeah I, I got him in he went up last night I think I got him in last night yeah I like that so you're thinking Foster I mean um any other particular West Brom defenders that you, you're thinking might stand out? Well, McCauley because he's partial yeah. to a goal. Foster because he'll yeah. bring you yeah. your save points. But other than that, mate, maybe Evans just because he's a regular starter. Well, Dawson was a pretty good player last year, but he's yeah. just that little bit cheap, uh, a little bit more expensive at five mil. Uh, you do wonder if it's worth it. Like you say, West Brom are strong at the back. But what are their what are their fixtures like? Are they? I just read them out, mate. Oh, sorry. That's okay, mate. Do you want me to uh, remind you? <laughs> no, I, was I can give them to you again. Look. So he's got Bournemouth okay. away, West Ham at home, and then Stoke away. Yeah, and, and then Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah, so yeah, yes. pretty, pretty good. Sorry, so, I wasn't ignoring you there, Steve. With all due respect, none of those teams particularly good going forward. So I think that's that's a nice shout from you, Woodsy. Well, and definitely actually, West Ham anyway. How much is a Foster at the moment? Is he a five million keeper? He, he's uh, he's, he's just gone up to. Four. Four. Um, yeah, 4.6. So actually, for anybody, uh, myself, who uh, who had Schmeichel in at 5 million, on a goalkeeping rotation, Foster isn't a bad shout at the moment, is he? No, yeah, he's Not good. Not all, mate. Get him in. Looking very good. Okay, so Parker, how about you? Who's your panel's pick? Um, he could be a differential as well, but I'm going to pick him as my panel's pick as he's more of a longer-term, medium-term investment, I think. And that is Nolito. 
The reason I picked him is I think he may well start up front for Guardiola when, if and when Aguero is injured slash suspended. So although they've got United up next, I think there could potentially be some goals. They've then got Bournemouth and Swansea, so two pretty favourable fixtures. And as I said, he's only nine million. And I think he will probably fill that void. I think Kalecci will stay on the bench. And I think he'll play Nelito up top with Sterling left, Navas right and De Bruyne behind. So, yeah, my panel's pick is going to be Nelito. That's a, that's a big shout. Where's that come from then, Lloyd? Or is that just a gut feeling? It's just a gut feeling, mate. Because Nelito does, can play up front. He has played up front previously. So he seems like the most obvious choice. And I think, I'm not sure he's going to trust... Kalecci to play out front against Man United. I think Nelito is more experienced, so I think he'll probably play of him. And the fact it's away from home, so he might kind of do what Liverpool do and kind of the false number nine. And I think Nelito is more likely to do that role over everyone else. Is this has Nelito been starting, or has he been coming yeah. on as a? He started a... the last game. He has been coming off the bench, but he started the last game, which shows that he's kind of back. He's got full match fitness. So if he's pushed up front, then who's going to fill his his Navas. void? Oh, ooh. Well, never started the first two or three games, mate. So, do you do you think there's any room for Sterling to play up front after his uh, form at the weekend? I don't really think he'll so. want to change it. I Being don't a think he'll want to change him. He's been successful you, on the left, so. Do you think it'll keep him in that position to get the best out of him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When we were watching it, ball, you actually highlight the fact that it looked like sometimes he was playing more sort of centrally up front, wasn't it? He sort of he varied, didn't he, between. Yeah, yeah it's quite a fluid way. front three, isn't it? With Nelito, Sterling and then Aguero, those three yeah. can kind of rotate quite nicely. And it's the same if Navas comes in there, those three again can rotate reasonably easily. Yeah, Pep's gotten doing what Barcelona was doing, crossing paths and then passing between. You always used to see just Messi just slot in an easy five-yard goal. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think the way that they uh, they played at the weekend it looked like you know even though you set up with the front three, all three of those players have a chance to get in that number nine position. A bit like what he did at, at Barcelona when Omri would start out on the left and cut inside, and the same with the likes of was it um, at the top, obviously Messi at the time, and did he have uh, Pedro and David Silva and sorry David uh, Villa as well? Mm, yeah, I like it. Okay, so nice balance there in terms of panels picks. Now our differentials league. Iceman, are you going to say a bit about how we did in the absence of the beard? Um, yeah, well, we... Sorry if I've dropped that on you. No, it's okay. Um, so we we called our differentials last week. I think you called Gazola, who got nine points. Beautiful. Uh, beard called Tadic, who got three points. Uh, Stu called Calamari, who got one point. <sighs> I don't... Uh... We're, do... We're going there, are we? <laughs> Or should we take the, your Balassi shout, which you did say on WhatsApp? If we take yes. the Balassi shout, then you got three points. So they yeah, all count. I, I mean, yeah, they all count. It puts me bottom anyway. Uh, Lloyd oh. shouted Lukaku, who got two points, and uh, I shouted uh, Rondon, who got two points. And current totals are: Pete is currently top with eleven. John, oh. John, Stu, and Lloyd all joint second on seven, and I'm bottom on four. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Awkward. Very awkward. Um, in that case, you get to, to lead us off that week, uh, this week, in terms of your differential. Who have you got in mind? Well, this, Who's going to get you up a differentials league? This week, I was, um, I'm torn between two. One is Lukaku. 
he did look really good in the last game and he did look like he was going to score. They have got Sunderland next, but I do think Sunderland are getting more solid at the back with David Moyes as their manager. So I've moved on to Benteke as my differential. New Palace man. Only 3.4% own him at the moment with 10,000 drafting him in this game week. He was very active against Bournemouth and he came close a number of times. We spoke about him last week and I, I do see him being like Palace versus new Ian Wright or Ian Dowie or Ian Dowie. scored a lot of goals. Wow. <laughs> um, he, he's played uh, John he, Fashioning he, yeah John Fashioning he's played 90 minutes he had three attempts on goal he created a couple of chances and I, I, know, I know they've brought in Loic Remy but I do think Benteke will play ahead of him and Remy will just be used as a sub or on the wing I don't know if he will fit straight into the team Remy I do still think Benteke is going to start ahead of him Paris fixtures do look good for the next three They've got Middlesbrough next, who have conceded quite a lot of attempts on goal. 43 so far this season. And then they've got Stoke, then Sunderland. So, yeah, he needs to score well because, yeah, I'm only on four points at the moment. So, yeah, uh, 7.4 million, Ben Teke is my differential. And I do think he's going to rise in price this week as well. So, if you want two points, go for Ben Teke. <laughs> not too sure about the Middlesbrough fixture, though, mate. Well, they are conceding a lot of attempts on goal, albeit not really big chances, as per what's se. Conced- in the what's conceding an attempt on goal? Because they've only conceded one goal since Guzan's come in, haven't they? Well, an attempt on goal is when the opposition have an attempt on goal. <laughs> oh, so a it- shot. Oh, right, so oh, the opposition's yeah. shooting. Yeah. Oh, right, I see. Sorry, it's like the take-on take conversation. Take on, yeah. yeah, what is a take-on? Take on. Well, I'm going to follow up, Iceman, and I'm I'm doing this purely on uh, one week for different... Although, to be fair, this could be a decent pick uh, in terms of fixtures. Um, I'm doing this purely on nostalgia and club history, but I'm going to go with Wayne Rooney, only picked by 6% of FPL managers, still £9 million. He's nailed on to start the next game against Manchester City at home. Rooney loves a game, loves a derby game. He'll be up for it. And I'm still not convinced that City won't concede goals against a a decent attacking unit, which I feel United are. So I'm going to go for Wayne this week. Also fresh off the fact that he's still the England captain as well. I think that's going to give him a little boost. And I just think that the way that Mourinho is managing him this season uh, will get the best out of him. Lovely. Yes, yeah, a lovely choice. It really is lovely. Lovely choice. Well, um, clear, you know, strong opinions on that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, no, I do think uh, it's a good shout. He did create the goal against uh, who were they playing? Uh, ben and Hull. He did create that, and he was pretty vocal at the front of United's attack. Absolutely. So potential differential. There's so much to the point at which nobody's even thought. Lloydie, who have you got in mind? I am going to go for Alexis Sanchez. Oh, 9.7%, so he's just underneath. Oh, yeah, no, he's crept in. No, yeah. I like what you've done there. Nice. I've crept him in there. He's willing to win uh, this table. Is, is, can I just ask, is this decision a genuine one to help people with differentials, or is this just to boost you up the differentials <laughs> league? <Yeah>. Both. <laughs> is it differential at 9.7? You can't it's argue great, with that. Can, yeah, here, uh, here are, folks, here's the bloody obvious. <laughs> Well, is it a differential? Is it under 10%? Well, yes. By our definition, it right. is. Right. Why do you think Alexis Sanchez is going to be a good shout this week? Hmm, let me think, Smithers. <laughs> um, well, they've got Saints at home and a 
we don't look the best at the back at the moment. We're conceding a lot of chances. So we've got Saints, then Hull. Chelsea, a difficult fixture, but then Burnley and Swansea. So I'd say four out of five favourable fixtures. Yeah. Uh, he's only 10.9%. He scored 16 points this week. He's only going to rise in price. I reckon by maybe the international break, he could be, what, 11.1, maybe 11 point, Yeah, probably 11.1, I reckon. So you could I, get some good monetary gains from him as well. Just to stop any repetition, because he was actually my panel's pick earlier, and the point I made, Parker, was actually with Aguero leaving a lot of people's teams, it's going to free up a lot of money to yeah. to get him in. So, Okay, and uh, and finally, on to Woodsy, your differential. Hello. Well, I'm actually... Well, yeah, I've actually got a couple, um, but you've actually you, you've ruined the suspense building now. It's uh, Simeon Zaza. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be joking. He's seven million and owned by nobody, and that's the way it should bloody stay. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair though, to be fair though, we do have favourable fixtures, and Payet is due back, so I think. A West Ham striker is due. It's going to be some goals, boys. <laughs> right, let, let's just let's just look at this. So West Ham striking core is Valencia, Fletcher, Caleri and Zaza. Uh, Valencia's off to Villa, mate. Is he actually gone? No, he's not gone yet, but he will be. He'll be off. Villa, Villa actually broke their transfer record, didn't they? So they, were 50, they actually signed a £15 million striker from Bristol City. They've spent a lot of money. They've, uh, they have, they've are they, are they still going to have? Are they still going to get Valencia if they've bought a Deji? I, I don't know. I hope so, just so we can get rid of him. <laughs> it's rumoured that we could get seven million for him, and I would bite their hands off for that. Okay, um, well, let, let's not let's not discount all the other West Ham options. You, you spoke about Caleri last week. What about this Fletcher? What did you think about him at the weekend? <sighs> Poor. I, I thought Slavin had literally walked into the uh, into the <laughs> West Ham fans and literally asked someone to <laughs> to play up front for you and given him a shirt. He has been scoring for the under twenty ones team, so. Uh, I think that was probably the reasoning behind that. Looking pr- quite promising there, but no, he didn't. He didn't perform, did he? I was hoping that he'd be our equivalent of Rashford, but it didn't quite happen. So old uh, old penalty chicken run, Zaza. Hopefully, he'll come in and bag all the goals. But no, ser- my serious differential was actually Theo Walcott. Oh, um, oh. Uh, <laughs> I've already written as, down Zaza. As... No, mate. No, I'm not going to do that to myself. It was either going to be Walcott or Remy. I know we've already discussed Remy. And uh, do you know how much they paid for Remy? He's on loan, isn't he? On loan, yeah. Oh, is it? Is it a loan? Is it right? Okay, so so I, I don't know whether they'll pop Benteke on the bench after spunking thirty million on him, which was an absolute rip-off, and play Remy over him. But we'll see. Uh, the safe bet though is Theo, two point nine percent ownership, decent fixtures we've already discussed, and uh, a cheapie as well at seven point five. He's going to be my Sanchez replacement, just so I've got a bit of Arsenal cover, because I can't afford Sanchez and everyone else that I've got. I like it. I like it. Any thoughts on Walcott? Yeah, I, I like Chill. it. I, I do think he's, he's due a goal, as we say. Well, he, he assisted at the weekend, didn't he? And I think yep. he's going to be a fixture in that Arsenal team now. So, Wenger does seem to like him. And he's accepted that he is a winger. So, I think we're going to see Sanchez stay up front for a bit. Okay, interesting. Well... We'll see how the uh, the league continues to develop over the next few weeks. Obviously, uh, us benefiting from the absence of the beard, who who can't contribute. Did the beard send us a name? Uh, I did just ask him, and no, he's not not sent one yet. So. Would anybody like to nominate a name for the beard? For, <laughs> yes, I'm sure I'll he'll appreciate one. that. I'll find one now. Right, Rush, Woodsy, Rush. I 
I'm going to give you a chance to have a little look at that, uh, Woodsy. I'm going to move us on to the captain section. When I come to you for your captain, I want you to give me Beard's choice. Actually, I've made the decision already. Oh, okay, he, let's go with it. Who's he he's picking? He's Gonzaza. Has he got Zaza? <laughs> yeah, but he's he's listened to my rationale and he's bought into it. He's going Zaza. Eight goals for Juve last season, barely yeah. playing the whole season. Prolific. Uh, being pretty pony at the Euros and not probably having match fitness. He seems the obvious choice. Zaza for the beard this week. You heard it here first. <laughs> so let's move swiftly on to captain's choice. Um, last week it was unanimous. Sergio Aguero. I'm going to kick us off this week. I'm going to go for Alexis Sanchez, the home game against Saints. We've said enough about Sanchez already, but he, for me, is the safe bet for this week. Lloyd, who's your man? Ditto. Sanchez again. Woodsy? Captain's choice. Yep. Uh, Aguero. <laughs> How oh, oh, You uh, have no. all believing you. <laughs> Uh, my captain choice will be Balassi, away to Sunderland. You won't put due. it on him. He's due. You're not going to put your captain on Balassi. It's on there, mate. <sighs> I, I I reckon he'll score a hat-trick. He has the ability. He does have little flurries like that, doesn't he? Little purple patches. Flash in the pan moment. I think it's going to be against Sunderland away. Balassi. It... You... you... You spent a good five minutes talking about Zaza, then then retracted your statement. I'm going to give you one more chance to change this, and then <laughs> gone. Yep. You're sticking on Balassi. <laughs> yep. What's he, he saying, Yannick, for your differential picks? If any of you invested six million in Yannick Balassi and believe in Everton, then uh, he's your man. And uh, and finally, Iceman. I'm going to go Hazard. He is back this season. You know, completely overlooked that. That's a great shout. Who's yeah. he got? Swansea he has got Swansea, yeah. He had seven attempts on goal last game, and he's scored two so far and assisted one. He's just looking really good, isn't he? He's looking like uh, two seasons ago, Hazard. Yeah, great. If you, if, you, if you literally delete last season, everyone will be having him as an option for their captain as well. But it was only because last season people were a bit sceptical. So, yeah, I, I can't see past him at the moment. There's no one else... With better fixtures and in better form, I agree with you completely. I think that's a, a great shout for him, and with the uh, the potential addition of twenty five million ex Bolton and Sunderland defender Marcos Alonso, a left back, work that one out for me. Then um, yeah, plenty of support behind him potentially. Just another shout quickly. I've just seen that um, Wiltshire might go to Crystal Palace. Oh, right. is that, that where the loan is due? Is that? Potentially, yeah. I I'll think tell you that what, be... Palace are drafting, aren't they? That that would be a great move if he stays fit for him and I think for Palace. That's just what they need. A yeah. fiery, sparky, injury-prone. <laughs> I'm actually very jealous of the signings they're making. The players that they've got are exactly what West Ham needed. Yeah. Benteke, Reme, goal scorers. And if they bring in Wilshire, that would be really decent. The one thing you would say, though, Benteke, Remy and Wiltshire, not the best injury record. They're, they're kind of gambling a little bit there. No, but I think Wheelchair will be okay once he gets away from Arsenal's buddy. There's something going on there, isn't there? Whether it's the, the way they train their midfielders or their diet of no cod liver oil or omega-3 or any vitamins. So their bones are brittle, like dust. <laughs> And, uh, and again, breaking news, the Arsenal team has osteoporosis due to <laughs> poor diet. You heard it here first on the podcast. <laughs> I think the, uh, whatever the training methods are, there's definitely something going on there. But it can't be any coincidence that the hamstrings go so regularly, but it's, it's the usual Arsenal conspiracy. But either way, a great shout for, for Palace, potentially, if he stays fit. So that takes us on to Twitter. Woodsy, what have you got for us this week? 
Well, as usual, mate, Twitter's gone crazy. We've had bloody loads of activity. You wouldn't believe the amount of people trying to get hold of us on Twitter for our advice. Um, we've got a question here that will, I'm sure, spark a lot of debate. It's whether Kun will get banned, and we know that obviously he has now for three weeks, is it? Free game ban. So this question is from Joby Joe. He said, should I keep or sell Kun if he's banned? I need funds for Hazard and Sanchez. So what are your thoughts on that, Paul? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you haven't got those two in your team already, Sanchez playing up top for Arsenal, certainly looking in good form now with that front three. So plenty of chances for assists. And I think he'll score regularly. And Hazard, we've said, is looking like a must-have more and more. So I think if it's at the expense of those two, absolutely, I would I would take out and get them in. Are you not worried about spreading the the cash amongst? I guess it depends. I guess it depends. And then not and then having to perhaps maybe use too many transfers to bring back Kuhn when he's back. Well, it depends if this person has wild carded or not. I would suggest if he hasn't wild carded to, to definitely spread the money out. I think it's a good point. We don't know how long Kun's going to be gone for. And, and maybe this is a good opportunity to pick up on some of those high-performing, high-cost players. So, no, in short, I'm not worried about that. I think it'd be a good move. I'm, I'm thinking with... Because I'm going to spread the money out and then probably get someone like uh, Eva Costa or maybe even Giroud up front or Lukaku, someone who's like 9 mil... And then plan it so that I just have to do two moves to get him back in if yep. I really need him. Um, I don't think you should wait and keep him in your team because it's just so much money and it's just wasted when you can just use it for other assets in your team. Yeah, if, if you're wildcarding, certainly just straight out. Sanchez, Hazard, get all the big hitters in the midfield. The midfielders are scoring now. So, yeah, get him in and get him out. Okay, fantastic. Lordy, any thoughts on that, mate? Or any ideas for replacements for Kuhn if you're going to bring him out and put in a cheaper striker? I think for me, just the one slight worry for me is that even if Kuhn is banned for three games, say, he actually only misses two Premier League games. That's a good point. Because one of them will be a Carling Cup game. So, yeah, it's a bit of a worry, as you said. If you transfer him out, pretty much after two game weeks, you'll need to transfer him back in. For me, I haven't got Ibrahimovic, so I'll probably just transfer him straight in. And then after two weeks, it's only like 1.5 mil, if that, to make up. So that's kind of my plan. But it is a worry if you start spreading the money. And if yeah. the players, some start performing, a couple get injured and you've already wildcarded, then you're going to have to start taking out the injured players while I'm trying to get come back in. So it's very dodgy to start spreading around that money too thinly, I think. I think you need to put one big player in, either the money in the bank or, as James said, plan it rightly. So in your back of your mind, you go, right, so-and-so will come out and Aguero will come back in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be one of the people that will just bank the excess money so yeah. what strikers are we thinking of bringing in them for the next couple of game weeks? Well, I'm, I'm definitely looking at Benteke and probably Lukaku for the oncoming fixtures. I do think they're going to grab some goals now. They've played their, their warm-up game and now mm. this is where they're going to start scoring. Well, they need to. Lukaku, I saw, hasn't scored since March. Yeah, he did look promising though. He got a few chances and... He did miss almost a sitter. Let me just repeat that, James. Lukaku hasn't scored since March. <laughs> but, mate, he's accruing these almost points like you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. believe. As if there's no and tomorrow. So many They're just racking points. up. The worry is just how long do you kind of trust him for and how long does Koeman trust him for before he starts getting itchy feet and rotating him. So, um, well, if you gamble yeah, now... Lukaku is a, he's, he is due, Lukaku, but... Yeah, been due for worry. a while. Yeah, I think there's some good striker options. The Arsenal striker is, looks interesting. 
obviously Negredo looks quite good. Ibrahimovic, you've got him. Defoe keeps scoring goals. Um, and then you've got, yeah, Benteke, Remy. So there's lots of strikers that are unknown quantities but could be worth a gamble. What about your man, uh, Diego Costa, mate? I know you were quite pro him a couple of uh, game well, weeks again, ago. Costa, and to be fair, the other one that if they actually get going could be dangerous is Harry Kane. Have, we haven't spoken about him at all this year. They've got Stoke, who look really poor. And Spurs haven't really got going yet. And if they do, Kane is always tends to be involved. So, again, Kane could be another one if you fancy a bit of a differential this early on in the season. Yeah, I must admit, mate, they, they have. And they do look like they're steadily improving. But Kane mm. doesn't seem to be involved in that. From what well, I've seen, anyway, the highlights on match a day, I mean, literally, he's non-existent. But he's, he, he started like that the last couple of seasons. I think he kind of last season, he went like four or five games. And then, basically, as soon as he scored one, he didn't stop scoring the whole time. So... Kane's one of those players that he, he does go in purple he patches. Could, he could so expose, but, but the last two games he actually has, hasn't had any shots on target. Well, I did say it's a differential. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to slate you, I'm just trying to make sure everyone's got all the information to hand if they're going to think about putting in Harry Kane. That was a blatant slate, and you <laughs> know it. was it. a slate. I basically you, got a hat this game week now. You devil. Right, okay. Have we covered that, or should we expand that on that more? Okay. Nah, move on. Right, so we've got another tweet here from uh, Big Hammer. I don't know whether that's a reference to his manhood or whether he's a West Ham fan. <laughs> um, but he's saying, uh, and it's it's West Ham related as well, which is surprising, isn't it? Antonio. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's, he's notched now, isn't he? He scored two goals in the two consecutive game weeks, and it looks like Bilic has woken up to the fact he is definitely not a right-back. So is anybody considering him at £7 million? Yeah, definitely. I mean, with West Ham's fixtures coming up as well, he is a threat going forward. The only problem is, will he continue playing all the games even when IU's back? How long's IU away for, do you know? Uh, I think oh, like four months, four, mate. Four oh, months. It's okay. a long time. Yeah, so. that's fair enough. He's dead. And yeah, he's he is. still got for for Huli to come the back. Guli, yeah. Lanzini's getting back. Pyatt's coming back. So, Lanzini's back yeah. in the team, isn't he? Six point four. He was on the bench. Yeah, this week. He yeah, might he, be he, worth an option at the moment. He did. He did come on, but I I didn't see him. Yeah. So I was not where he he came on and and hid on the sidelines. Um, but I mean, last season Antonio he hit this purple patch, didn't he? he started scoring and didn't stop. So I, I'm seriously considering him getting in. So mm-hmm. yeah, ball, he's a worry for me. Not only in my team, he's a worry. Yeah, I think he. Sh- I think he should be. You the should only be problem worried. is, is I don't know how he fits in my team. If you've got Sanchez Hazard, yeah, I'm struggling for money. It's well, Hill Barkley, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually have him over Barkley, especially with the Hammers fixtures yeah, at the moment. Would, yeah. um, but yeah. Barkley's points as well. They've come from sort of lucky goals, haven't they? He's got the lucky points. Point to point, yeah. mate. That's true. That is true. Sorry, Ball. Your opinion on Antonio? I, I actually was going to call him earlier, but no, I agree. I think um, now. It's becoming obvious he is an attacking midfielder. That's his best position, not right back. And with the injuries you've got, I think he's he's got to play. Scored that impressive goal at the back post from the a couple of games back. So yeah, I think he's a great option, reasonable price in midfield. Um, and I'm actually looking at him within my wild card team. Nice, nice. Okay, fantastic. Well, hammer. I hope that helps you. Okay, well. Um... Sorry at smell my cheese, you mother. We haven't got time to answer your question. Tweet us again next week and we'll do our best to. And that wraps up Twitter. Thank you, Woodsy. Now let's move seamlessly onto the Iceman's quiz. Yeah. Cheers, Paul. Beard won last quiz, so without rambling on too much, we'll go straight into question one. Question one is, which player won the most aerial duels this game week? The options are Koscielny, Benteke, Ayala, 
Dan, Dini, Crouch, or Antonio? And Woodsy, you're first. Um, Antonio or Benteke? Um, Benteke. Okay, and Bully? Uh, let's go Dini. And Lloyd? Crouchy. And the correct answer is Dini. So Bully gets the points there. Lovely. How are yeah, Crouch was second, and yeah, Antonio was fourth, actually. Uh, bonus question is, how many aerial duels did he win, uh, Woodsy? Uh, Fourteen. And Bully? Six. And Parker? Seven. And Parker gets points, it's ten. Oh. I just <laughs> do quick maths there, work out. Fourteen, seven, how many away? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Question two, which team created the most chances this game week? And the options are Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, Southampton, Man United, Man City, Chelsea or Everton. And Bully, you are first. Man City. And Lloyd? Chelsea. And Woodsy? Hammers look poor, City. And the correct answer is Man United. Ah. City in second and then Chelsea. Of course it is. They had like 24 shots. Or did they? Bonus question: How many, oh, yeah. how, many <laughs> how many chances did they create? Bully. Oh, uh, twenty. And Parker. It was twenty. I'm going to go twenty-six by the end of the game. And Woodsy. Twenty-five. And it's according to Opta Lloyd. It's nineteen. So Bully That's gets the points. Joke. On Sky Sports, it said they had twenty-four shots. Well, Sky Sports on Opta. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's all getting rather sour again. Uh, question three. Which player won the most tackles this game week? The options are Masueku? Masu- oh, is that? Masueku. <laughs> That's my Tulip. Tulip Masunda. The newsreader. <laughs> Punchin, Zavaleta, Otamendi, Oscar... Barry or Barry? And Lloyd, you're first. Or who's the last one? Barry. I'll go Bowie, please. (laughs) (laughs) David. And Woodsy? Uh, Tulip Mazunda. Mazunda? Yeah, Tulip Mazunda. That's not one of the options. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There's been a red line. (laughs) Inside joke there, mate. Oh, I've missed that. Yeah, on a BBC website, it says Man United had 29 shots. Well, on Opta... Joke. (laughs) On Opta, Opta, it says 19. Living in the past. Mizuku, mate, is basically Tulip Mazunda. Right, okay. Uh, If you don't know who she is. And Bully? Um, I was going to go Barry as well. And Woodsy is correct with Mizuku. No. Tulip. (laughs) I'll tell you what, that left-back just keeps on proving me wrong. He assists the goal, he, he does all these tackles, and, you know, what a signing. How many tackles did he win, uh, Lloyd? Ten. And Woodsy? All of them. And Bully? Um, <laughs> Hold on, let's let Woodsy actually answer. Sorry, that, that, that really threw me. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Where can I go from all of them? Can't all of beat some that, of, can you? That's the right some of them? Most of them? <laughs> They're the ones he won. So how, many, how many are you saying, Woodsy? Uh, what did Lloyd say? Ten. Oh, definitely higher than that. Fifteen. And Bully? Nine. And Bully gets the point. It's okay. five. Get in. Tackles I knew one, he didn't do that. I didn't, the first half, literally, he was chasing shadows. 
I literally saw him set up David Silva before he set up everyone else for his goals. Okay, question four. Which team conceded the most goal attempts in the box this game week? So it's conceded, Woodsy. The options are Burnley, Hull, Stoke, Tottenham, Arsenal, West Ham or Bournemouth. In the box, by the way, Lloydie. And Woodsy, you're first. Does that mean goals? No. <laughs> God. <laughs> West Ham. And Bully? Burnley. And Lloyd? Mm, yeah, it's got to be Burnley, isn't it? And it's West Ham. Never mm. doubt how crap West Ham are. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how many goal attempts in the box did they concede, Woodsy? Twelve. And Bully? Eight. And Lloyd? Seven. <laughs> it was 17. Oh, wow. wow. So Woodsy gets the points there. So Never but- doubt. How crap West Ham. <laughs> so Bully's on three, Lloyd's on one, and Woodsy's on three. Question five. Ooh. Which defender had the most shots on target this game week? Options are Morgan, Dan, Baines, Terry, Rose, Aspilaqueta, and Olderworld. And Bully, you're first. Uh, Dan. And Lloyd. Rose. And Woodsy. Tezza. And the correct answer is Baines. Ah. Is Baines back? Yeah. How many shots on target did he do? Bully? Three. And Lloyd? Four. And Woodsy? Also four. And Bully gets points there. It's two. How He's only had two shots on target and all the other Get defenders in. only had one. Come on. Final question. With What's the scores? The scores. The doors? Bully's on four. Woodsy's on three and Lloyd's on one. So Lloyd can't win this. Sorry, Lloyd, there's only two points up for grabs here, but you may as well guess. So final question, how many saves were registered on Opta Stats this game week? And Lloyd, you're first. One million. (laughs) (laughs) And Woodsy. 55. And Bully. 57. Good good guess, Bully. Uh, It's actually 72, so Bully gets the point there. Nice. Rendering so him the winner of this, oh, this week. Oh, wow. For, that feels so good to be on the board again. For just a, a bonus question, which keeper actually got no saves this game week? Adrian. Uh, Heaton. Uh, all, all very close. Uh, Heaton got uh, six saves, believe. <laughs> I was, you know, just as I said that, I remember he actually got three points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not point, that would suggest. So, Ste- uh, Steckenberg got one, but uh, Zyla for Leicester. Who came on for... Is it Zyla? Is that how you say it? Xylophone. <laughs> I'm not sure how you say it. Zyla uh, for Leicester uh, came on Girl. for Schmeichel and didn't get any saves. But yeah, Zyla? Zyla, that's the one. Yeah. Xylophone. So, I'm, I'm, split, I'm splitting hairs on that. You could be right. But, uh, <laughs> so well done, Billy. You've won the quiz this week. Get in there. I'll take that on the board and one step closer to not having whoever we decide to uh, put as the punishment for this season. Not that it matters anyway, because Lloyd has managed to go the whole of the first month and he's just going to wildcard him out. So that brings us to the end of the pod. Just to tell you a few ways of making contact with us. So first of all, we've got our website, www.fantasyfootballsurgery.com. Follow us on there for up-to-date and constant streaming articles about fantasy football. Plenty more going up soon. 
follow us on twitter send us your questions at ff underscore surgery we're also on facebook as well fancy football surgery Um, listen to us on soundcloud and download us on itunes as well Um, and please do join our mini league as you can hear over 800 people in that league with more to join very shortly the pin code is 17603-67718 and there is a prize at the end and there is a prize at the end of this, which is, of course, the Cherished Fantasy Football Surgery Podcast T-shirt and the Audi A3. <laughs> and now the eye go yeah, black as well. Yeah, so. yeah, the eye goes up for grabs. The eye goes definitely up for grabs. Uh, we will probably send you a T-shirt if you win. Whether you get the car or not is uh, subject to discussion with the owners. Uh, all that's left to do then is to say goodbye to the surgeon. So, to the Iceman, turning 30... Say goodbye to the pod. Say goodbye to your fans and to your childhood. <laughs> and your yes. general. Yes, bye all. Bye. Cheers, Paul. After everything. And Woodsy. Goodbye. <laughs> and to Parker. Goodbye to you, sir. I'm off to Russia. Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, I didn't get to say goodbye. Could you... Uh... I said goodbye. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'll, I'll... And, and to Woodsy. Xylophone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think that's enough for one week from me, Bully. It's goodbye. <laughs> oh, hey, Peter. Damn you, Larry. Hey! <laughs> nice. Wow. Right, see you later, fuckers. <laughs> Lloyd needs sleep. Yeah, later, boys. So those are our captain's choices. Who's on Twitter this week? Iceman? Uh, Woodsy, have you sorry, that, that sounds really amateur. That sounds who who is actually on Twitter this week? Well, yeah, we can record again. Woodsy, are you can do it. Yeah. And seriously, thanks. A few questions here. First one's from at Lloyd Parker.